I don't know about you, but I absolutely love hearing stories about people entering a company on the ground floor and working their way all the way up to the top. A friend of mine once told me a story about how his father came to the U.S. as a very young man and he was hired to work in a parking garage. Fast forward a few decades and guess what? He retired as the president of that organization. Now, you might think like these stories only happened back in the 1800s when some guy comes over on a boat through Ellis Island and ends up, you know, shining shoes on Wall Street. And before you know it, they're the president of the bank. But no, this was in the mid 2000s. Similar things are still happening today. So today we're going to discuss how to get noticed by these NFT founders and teams and then climb the ranks. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real world value. general rule to get ahead in life or in business in general is to give a lot more than you take. I know the news and people like to make it look like these people are out here just stepping on toes and all for themselves, me, 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 making money and they're just grabbing everything. But no, that is not the case. It doesn't matter at what level someone finds success. At the end of the day, they're going to have to work with people and giving is always better than taking because there's only but so many bridges that you can possibly burn. When you're actually trying to get noticed by these founders and these companies, especially if you're trying to get a job with them or get on the team, is to, number one, just not spam them. Because a thing that I see, and it just makes me cringe every time I see it, is they're bombarding them in the Discord or on Twitter saying, hey, can I work with the team? Can I work with the team? And it, it's like I feel bad for them that they're putting themselves out there. It's almost like when you watch a movie or even in real life, when you see someone just throwing themselves at a romantic interest and it's like, ah, oh, man, that is not how you do it, right? They look so desperate. It just looks terrible. Well, anyways, people do that in Discord and on Twitter every single day. And it was much worse during the bull market when it seemed like a, as soon as you associated with one of these projects that you'd become a millionaire. But, you know, now it, things have calmed down, but people are still doing it. Ultimately, you want to provide value upfront whether that is to the community itself or it is to the project and the founders, you're going to put yourself out there in a way that you're not asking for something, you are giving. And this is not even a new philosophy. This is something that even Gary Vee has written Bix about, you know, jab, 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 right hook, is you're giving, 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 and then taking. You know, you, that swing that you take comes back to you. Full disclosure, I have not read the book. However, I have spoken to a lot of people that have read the book, and this is something that always comes up into conversation, not to mention I've heard Gary speak about it multiple times. So but putting that out there, I haven't read the book. However, I endorse the message behind the book. So that is what you're going to try to do. So generally speaking, what I'm going to give is a, a strategy that works best for Twitter since that really is the hub of the NFT and crypto community. However, this can work on other platforms. I know some of these projects actually have a LinkedIn presence. Uh, Instagram is kind of spammy and sketchy at this point, and it really hasn't built up there. TikTok is eh, hit or miss, mostly for media. But as far as getting in contact with these companies and these founding team members, for the most part, I'm seeing the best places to do that outside of Discord is Twitter first, number one, and also on LinkedIn. Now, I will tell you that on LinkedIn, it is much easier to get noticed because there's a lot less noise over there. However, the attention really is on Twitter. So the strategy that I'm going to give is how to do it on Twitter. And first and foremost, if you're trying to get onto a team or work with a project, 
at the very least, just follow the project, right? There's nothing worse than I get these uh, messages and people are saying, oh, you know, I'm such a huge fan of everything that you do and I would love to do a promotion with you or something of that nature. And well, first of all, if you listen to the show, you see that everything I do is with my own money. There is no paid promotions trying to promote a project. But also you kind of have the common sense to say, well, if I'm such a huge fan of this person's work, I would follow them. And that would get me to actually at least pay attention to what they're saying. But Number one, I would just say, just make sure that if you're going to reach out to any of these people or try to work with them, just follow them. It's the least you could do. I mean, it's just one click for the very least. But also, it's going to give you the benefit of being able to see what they're up to because you want to comment on what they're actually posting. So let's say I'm trying to get in with a particular project and they're posting about their new drop that's upcoming or a new utility. Well, if you're commenting saying, hey, this is pretty great, I'm really excited about this feature because of XYZ, and I like how you incorporated it with that project and whatever it is, that is going to be noticed a lot more than a smiley emoji or a fire emoji because thousands of people are doing that. Even better, if you're retweeting that, when you do the shared retweet or the quoted retweet, where you're also, you're cross-promoting what it is that they're putting out there, but then you're gonna put your own commentary, maybe uh, adding some insight to it, adding a little bit of value, you know, adding value to that original post, then they're going to like it and retweet it. And it's doing two things. Number one, it's organically sharing out their content, which is important to them, but also it is putting your own spin onto it so that you're presenting yourself as someone who has actually an idea. You have a thought about something and you're not just hitting that retweet and just regurgitating information. You're putting something out there and it's appreciated because a lot of time this actually starts up a conversation. I can't tell you how many times I have quoted retweet a project or a person, an individual that I'm just a fan of. I'm not even trying to necessarily uh, work with them or anything. It's just the information that I do put out because, again, I'm a content creator, so I do have a responsibility to my audience to share content. And when I'm doing that, a lot of the times these people end up reaching out to me, sending me a DM, or just responding right there on the thread and starting a conversation, which is very cool. So in that regard, it is a win-win because the conversation is started, but then also attention is being pointed back to them. And creating your own content and highlights is a great way to do that too. So let's say you are a true fan of this particular project. You might hold it if it's an NFT project or if it is, let's say, some sort of a blockchain development project or whatever it might be, that they're making some developments that you find very interesting. So let's just say this is some sort of AI blockchain development company. Writing an article or a post or a thread about the development of AI and how it's going to move forward, Web3 and all this technology within blockchain to better hit the masses and better serve people and tagging that company in there and saying, you know, this is something that's very interesting. A lot of people have their doubts about AI and how blockchain technology can be incorporated with this and how it can benefit the public. But I really like how company XYZ is doing these different things. And if you check out what they're doing over here with their release of whatever project it is that they're working on, I think it is very interesting because more projects like this will benefit people in various various areas, whether it be teachers or whatever it might be, just having some sort of information like that where it's a dialogue and it's actually incorporating that. Now, again, it's going to do two things. You're going to uh, put the spotlight on them. So it's like, oh, wow, they're actually giving me some publicity 
and highlighting and appreciating the things that I'm doing. But in addition to that, this person clearly knows what they're talking about because they have an eye on the future, have an eye on what we're doing and how all this incorporates in. So these things are just putting you on the map and on the radar of said project or said founder. Another thing too is when someone comes into an NFT community, it is so easy to just say hi to them because a lot of the times when someone buys an NFT, they share their very first one. Hey, I just finally got into X community and I'm so excited. I've had my eye on them for so long, but I never had the money, but the price was just right. And this one spoke to me. Well, just commenting under that saying, hey, congratulations. Welcome in. Let me know if you have any questions about the utility. I don't know if you know about the 3D capabilities. I don't know if you know about the in real life events that are taking place next month or the meetups that we have in Zoom whatever it is, you know, just reach out to that person in a little comment. I mean, literally it takes 30 seconds, but it goes a long way. And also it's just, again, popping up there because remember when they posted that and say, Hey, I'm so excited. I got my first, whatever project it is that that project was tagged in it. So when you're communicating with them, you're actually speaking with them. Guess what? A lot of the times you're going to see that they are going to either the, the project itself is either going to like it or add on to that and even reach out to you. I do this for Chibi Labs quite often and 90s Babes is because I really like those communities and I don't want people to just come in there and say, wow, this is a dead project and leave. I want them to actually see the value. So when usually when someone comes into like Chibi Labs, I'll say, hey, did you find out about the, you know, the 3D animation and uh, downloading your file and so forth? And I was never doing this to get on the radar of the company because still, I, I don't work with the company and I've, I've had my chibi for, I don't know, over a year now. But the reason why I was doing that was because, for one, I just wanted to get to more, know more people in the space. But by doing that, I didn't even realize it that the founders and the teams were like, hey, we see you helping people out and so forth. And we just want to really appreciate you when I finally got into a Twitter space with them. And I was like, oh, crap, I didn't even know these people are actually paying attention to me. And this was literally so I was trying to meet other chibi holders. That was my goal, my intention of doing that. And again, it, in the long run, it benefits us as a community to have people that are excited to be a part of the team, a part of the family, if you will, because we're not going to just dump our chibis or whatever NFT project it is on the floor, devalue the project and whatever. We're doing cool things with it. We're putting out content. And in the end, it's going to benefit all of us. And that was really my intention and my goal. So I was actually shocked to actually get called out the first time I went into a space and so forth. But which is my next thing is to actually get into Twitter spaces. Now, this is something that is like, ah, I don't know, I really don't want to get into Twitter spaces. But trust me, like even if you're not one with the gift of gab, you like to talk, right? Uh, that is, you know, very common with the whole uh, podcaster community, whatever. We like to say we, we have the gift of gab. Believe it or not, I am actually not with the gift of gab. I am an introvert. <laughs> However, I, when I do find things that I'm interested in and I, I just love to speak about that, I do get excited and I do want to share my ideas. Now, when it comes to a Twitter space, like you might not be the person who gets up there and carries the room, but just to be in there, especially if it's a, a space of, let's say, 20 people and you're constantly in there, let's say they have one every single week and you're always in there and you know there's only 20 people, it doesn't take long for you to actually get noticed and say, hey, so-and-so, I see Tropic Vibes are always in the room. What's up? If you have anything to say, feel free to come up. You know, No pressure. You'll start to hear things like that. Before you know it, you'll raise your hand. They'll bring you up on stage and say, hey, I just wanted to say, you know, great space you guys are having. And I just want to say the last event you had was just very cool. I enjoyed myself. That's it. 
turn off your mic and whether you go back down to the audience or whatever it is, just let them know. And things like that is how you're going to get noticed. People are going to actually see and appreciate you that you're sticking around, you're involved and you're tuned in. And I know it could be very intimidating. Nobody actually hates to hear their voice more than I do. You know, it's you might think that I release this podcast every single day and I'm editing this stuff that I might think that I have a good podcast voice or mind hearing myself or don't mind hearing myself in space and stuff but no truthfully i don't right i i have yet to really find someone that is that conceited and full of themselves to think that oh yeah they have the perfect voice i could listen to myself all day pretty much everyone i speak to doesn't want to hear themselves right so just getting over that that first initial one and just make it very simple just a quick hello a quick compliment or even a question Write it down if you need to. Just say, hey, I was just wondering about the blank feature that the NFT has, and I was a little confused about that. Could you explain that for me? That's it. Be quiet. Close off your mic. Let them answer. After that, say, you know what? Thank you very much. If anything, I'll be down in the audience. I enjoy the space. That's it. So you really could get away with getting noticed with saying very little and just consistently showing up. That's the important thing, just being consistent. And when you get up there too, just don't get up there and start talking about yourself. Hey, you know, I'm Tropic Vibes and I have this daily podcast and I just want you to let you know that I am a part of this project and all this stuff that is really self-serving. No, that is no, nobody wants that. And even if it is a shell space, people just sort of tune out to that stuff. So what you want to do is go up there, have a conversation. You wouldn't do that in person, would you? That's sort of like, just think about it. You go to a party and you want to get the attention of someone and you just get up there and you start to talk. Well, I know when I was in college, that was actually pretty common. <laughs> Believe it or not, I was on the football team and there were some guys that would literally go up to girls and say, hey, I'm so-and-so and I'm on the football team. Like, really? Dude, you started the conversation off like that? So don't be that guy, right? So you want to get up there, you have a conversation, just be like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Are you enjoying yourself? So forth. And then lead into it. So, hey, what do you do here? You know, I'm on the football team. That is a much better way of doing things. So, and it is no different in the work world, in this networking world, trying to get noticed by these companies and these projects. Just be a human being. Speak to someone as if you'd want to be spoken to. And truthfully, if you follow what I just said, within a month, you'll be on their radar. And who knows, you might be offered a role. It might be in the Discord. It might be an actual official job when you're actually paid in cash and not just in NFTs or crypto. Who knows what it might be? But at the end of the day, you know, really work your way in there first. Give value to them. Show that you have something to say that you can actually bring something to the table and don't just spam them and start DMing them and asking, hey, can I be a part of the team? Can I be a part of the team? Like really set that up some way. Are they even looking to expand the team? Is there enough to even go around or are they in a dull period right now? Are they overhired and trying to figure out how to cut staff? You want to know exactly what their needs are, what you can offer before you even open up that conversation. But many times just doing what I just said they'll present things to you. And I couldn't tell you how many times I've actually been approached by various projects and I say, you know what, Um, that is not something I'm not really interested in, but maybe you can reach out to so-and-so or maybe down the line, if anything changes, I'll let you know how that goes, but I'd be more than happy to feature your thing just speak about it for free and I don't want anything, no compensation and so forth. And at the end of the day, I just enjoy being a part of this, hanging out with you guys. And truthfully, that is how I end up finding a lot of my information. It's just spending time with these different projects and it's really no different than if I was trying to be a part of their team or get a job with them. So hopefully you found this interesting and helpful. 
If you did, I mean, it has been quite a while since I've asked for a rating or review. It does help out the show a long way. Just a little feedback, constructive criticism, but also just people browsing around their app to see what podcast to listen to. It's great to see some reviews. Nobody wants to wander into the restaurant that doesn't have any reviews. So I'd greatly appreciate that. But either way, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.